And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing today? Well, you know how I'm doing. We've actually been talking for almost 20 minutes already. <laughs> All right. So let's cut through the crap and get to the good stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were kind of debating about a few things, but just felt like uh, we didn't want to do a bunch of 10, 15 minute long snippets right now. We yeah. wanted to be really confident about a, a topic. Since you didn't want to talk, talk about like uh, like schema markup and like useful stuff, we thought we would do this instead. <laughs> oh yeah, and you didn't want to talk about the new stuff Google My Business rolled out a week ago and other very useful stuff. Exactly. That also piggybacks off of previous uh, conversations we had, such as how to get reviews and what's going on with the potential of paid features on Google, but that's okay. Another time, doesn't matter. Sure, but if you're still listening, uh, we do have a pretty good episode. Just to uh, listen to what they're dropping off after like, Pretty good. Seconds. Okay, I'm out of here. See you later. No, today we're going to be talking about how to build out an SEO department. So I've uh, been through this a few times in my career now. I'm actually kind of in the middle of it at the moment. Uh, Ryan clearly has done enough of it that he has his own agency. So I think we're both qualified to give advice on on how you would build out an SEO department. We'll call it how to how to build an SEO dream team. Oh, thank you. You're using the title, the working title, the potential title that may or may not be seen once it's posted. But yeah, I do so agree. How to, how to build the SEO dream team in 2019. Cool, cool. So uh, this is uh, so let's let's do a hypothetical. Here's a scenario. Um, you are either an agency or in-house and you are building a team. You've already decided that through your own reasons and research and weighing the pros and cons that you're not going to be doing outsourcing. You're not going to be doing consultants freelancing. We've already established the fact these people are going to be in-house. Is that, is that correct? Are we doing that approach or are we going to yeah, be? You're, this is if you're building in-house. So, okay. you know, I give you some budget. You're the head of SEO at whatever company in-house. And they're like, hey, build it out, man. Where do you start? Where do you begin? Well, obviously, Outreach Link Builder is the person. <laughs> no, joking. So uh, we also have to set the scenario of what you're trying to accomplish. So are we working like in your situation where you're in-house marketing department for a company? That yeah, we already, yeah, we already agreed that you're in Okay. Well, well, because it could be my, well, because it could be my situation where it's the agency and you're doing it for other people. But no, let's, you're, start, let's start with you. You're, you're building out an in-house SEO department. Cool. So it's you and you're who I'm curious, and, and this isn't scripted and this is the first time and it's to be very opinionated for different reasons, but Paul, who's the first person you hire? You personally? The first time I hired an employee as the head of SEO, building out a department, I hired a link builder as my very first employee. You did, but it wasn't outreach, right? Or was it? Yeah, it was for outreach. Oh, I was joking about that, but you're oh, he serious. Could do a little, this was many years ago, but he could he could write. Uh, he had a writing background, which, you know, was great. And he also, um, you know, so he could do the pitches and then he could write the guest post stuff. And he so he could take care of all that. So that was my very first SEO employee. So it was a little bit more of a hybrid, would you say then? Because they were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because, so were they writing the content because they're in outreach and they're supplying articles? Is that the outreach approach and that's why? Yeah, it was just very, we wanted to be able to like write guest posts 
and I, I wanted someone that would be able to do that in house and like make really good custom content. Uh, we were outsourcing content that was, that was being written on the website. Uh, so I wasn't like worried too worried about that. Um, okay. but I didn't have the, you know, I didn't want to take on another writer and then have to manage all the link building myself on top of everything else. Well, what would happen? Like, let's say we're, we're going back to that hypothetical where you don't outsource anything. Like, let's say you don't have an outsource content or you don't outsource graphic design or a website or anything. Um, who would be the first person in that situation? Like, so I don't have, do I have a dev team here? We're we talking. I don't, I mean, you can hire, you have like a budget of, of X and you can hire like a handful of people. Let's say three. What would those I'm going to hire, I'm going to hire sort of an editor slash writer. Um, so someone that can do the content, I'm going to hire someone to help out with like link building. And then I'm going to hire an additional SEO to help out with like keyword research on page stuff like that. So I'm going to hire three people uh, to start. Cool. So one of those people is not going to have too much of a background in web de design or graphic design. I don't, I've never found, uh, an, any in-house position where I've had the authority over something like that. There's always been a creative department or like a dev department that works separately from the SEO department. Man, you're an, you do not like hypotheticals. <laughs> like I was saying, I was saying never, it's just like, yeah, I mean, I, could like, I have not experienced enough to hire a good dev person. Uh, it's not my, my background. I don't, I don't know what I'm looking for. So you wouldn't want me to do that anyways. Okay. Uh, that's, a, that's not a, a bad point because I am going to later talk about how you're going to actually get these people. I want that to be a part of it. This conversation yeah. is like, you're going to be vetting and, and like posting and kind of doing a little bit of interviewing. You just want to, you know, I'm not expecting any of these people people listening to be like, oh man, I know how to interview and hire these people, but you should know who's BS and who isn't by a couple of ways we can probably tell you that, um, what else to look out for. So, so those are three people. I like that. I think that I would be pretty similar. Um, you know, if I was working in house and someone gave me three employees and we're not talking about like budgets or whatever, or anything, we're just talking about pretty straightforward job titles, but uh, yeah, I would love to have someone that's kind of like my right hand person. Um, the person that's kind of, um, supplementing the work I do, the person that I know if I give them a project, they can execute on it from an SEO standpoint. Um, I would like them to be a little bit savvy on at least web development, not graphic design that graphic design may be one of the easiest things outsourced. that you've uh, not worked in house and as an SEO. Well, I did work in the house as an SEO. No, you always work for agencies. No. What do you mean? I worked in house as a director of marketing for several law firms. What's that mean? You were an agency working in house. No, I was an individual as director of marketing. All right. Whatever you say. I, I've never worked in, I, I've worked a lot of places. Um, you and I both know this. Um, I've never worked anywhere where I would have been responsible for hiring anyone that would be in creative design or, Oh no, I just said I would never, it would never be creative. It would be, but maybe a little bit of web dev. That's possible. Yeah, I've, 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 I've never been responsible for hiring anyone that would be doing web, web dev. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've been responsible for front end development. Anything like that has never once fallen into, um, the category of stuff that I've pa paid search now, social media marketing, things like that gets rolled into it, but never just because developers um a lot of people adopt like you know scrum or uh just six sigma um oh man again the project like, management yeah, stuff those, those oh. departments yeah that, that's like really big and uh, uh i don't necessarily like do that for like an seo department i don't even think it's like a good way to to manage uh projects for seo so 
No, and typically not. I've talked to agencies about it, but uh, not to get too far off. Um, I completely agree. I, I love, there's something just so awesome about a person that's just in-house, just pumping out content all day, every day for your, your website and your other online assets for different reasons. Like having an in-house writer that's got your back for, you know, content for social or for your website or for like guest posting or for article. Yeah. Like if it's just awesome. Content around in like a day. It's amazing. Yeah. So you, I'd that. say, yeah. And also they're more, we're not talking about like budgets and all that right now. Um, but you know, a little bit of insight content writers, um, tend to be on the cheaper side of our, um, you know, the spectrum of people that work in house in, in marketing. Um, it's not saying that what they do isn't as valuable. It's just that, you know, it's, it, it's more accessible for people to be good writers and people naturally, you know, writers are, you know, for the most part writers, they, are natural a lot of times so there's a lot yeah. of just people that write so that's that's an, an interesting point that you make actually because you know what i said what i would i would hire right <laughs> is an editor slash writer and their main uh purpose is to edit the content so notice that i didn't just say writer because i outsource all my stuff to writers because it's way more cost efficient you can find writers who are like really really good at a specific thing like uh, subject matter matter experts or smees um, and that in a particular field and you know they a lot of times they even have an audience of people that like listen to them and they can like share like content that they've written for you um, but as long as it's sort of like reviewed and stuff by by someone in house and they're uh, crossing the t's and dotting the i's that that's what I'm looking for but it's also really good if you need something turned around really quickly copy wise like maybe it's an email maybe it's just a blog post, whatever, to have someone in house that can do it they're very invaluable well I mean just think about a writer like it's, there's I mean, really, it's great having a loyal writer that's like committed to just writing for you day in, day out, because, you know, they're not only like the content blogs, articles, pages, but I think you just said it, maybe even like a newsletter, your press releases. And then more importantly, like even if you have great freelance writers or you, or you outsource it to like other vendors and, and, and agencies, you're never going to have like someone that that is going to be able to nail your tone or nail your angle or, or nail like the way that you want. Uh, the voice of your website and content to be um, unless yeah. it's like an in-house person there. It's just, they're more likely to accomplish it than anyone else. Um, so that's why I like having at least like one go-to and, but that's why it's an editor too, because at least if you have an editor in house, they'll be able to edit content to match the tone as well, or, or at least give that feedback on your behalf. Yeah. That's good. Good advice. Yeah. So uh, we agree on the content. We agree that you want to have a go-to that's got, got your back as well, doing the research, um, you know, SEO wise, um, you know, you have a project and you want to uh, eliminate 80% of the legwork. You know, you have your, uh, your go-to, your right hand that does it just like the, you know, maybe uh, how you had Corey <laughs> for, for a minute and uh, I'm sure he was doing all sorts of fun slash not exactly that much fun stuff. Well, for me, actually, Corey was, was doing paid search, right? But um, was it? I was just doing most of the time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually kind of had to teach him a lot of really uh, important SEO tactics and basics and stuff. He he wasn't quite there, but obviously, you know, he's he's as good as any of us now. So, yep, I did a good job. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so at SEO, then I think the only thing we uh, we uh, kind of separate on um, is that yeah, you'd like to have someone in house for link building, which is great for authority. And I I don't think the necessarily in my situation for what I do, and we probably have different visions, but 
Um, I'd, I guess I'd prefer to have someone that's a little bit more savvy with maybe some more technical things and you'd have someone that, that uh, is working around the clock building authority. So, oh, well, one of the, the things that I would, uh, I would say, like, I would mix into all this, like combine it, right, is uh, like citation building and like setting up your Google, like all the citations that you would for a business, like the, the major ones. Um, I would kind of lump that all together in, uh, in link building. And so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of businesses that were locals, like their bread and butter. So it's, it's sort of a pretty important role. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to mention before I forget, because it's on the tip of my tongue, is uh, the, the idea of hiring unicorns uh, during your, your team. So um, I'm very much about segmenting work and then putting uh, kind of like the right people in the right seats and not trying to um, stretch any particular person too much. So, you know, there might be people, and, and I think you were talking about this too. We probably mentioned this in the uh, podcast where it's like, oh, I'm looking for someone that's like a digital marketing expert that's going to do my SEO, my SEM that can build websites and is going to write all the content. And you're just like, oh, and handle my social. And it's like, no, you don't even want that person. Like, because A, they're going to be stretched thin and they're not going to be able to get like any particular, any one project done probably. And then B, it's really hard to find people that are good at everything. And I've never personally met anyone that's like that person truly is an expert at social seo and sem like it's not really a thing no nah, you gotta kind of be uh just super in whatever you're doing just i mean everything moves so quickly with digital marketing uh there's still always changing everything there's always strategies to learn it would it would be It'd be impossible, honestly. It would be impossible to be an expert I, in all those things. I just don't. I I don't agree. Like, yeah, that anyone uh, can accomplish all those things um, professionally. Um, yeah, especially just, in our industry. Just know enough about them that you're not lost. And yeah, you're like not ripped off, but don't try and be like an expert at, at at all those things. Yeah, once you get out there and you're all like gung ho after our podcast, and it's like, oh man, I'm so ready to start my dream team. These guys yeah. know exactly what they're talking about. If you start talking to people, you post on Craigslist <laughs> or Indeed or Monster or whatever exists nowadays. Actually, I do know what exists because I hire people. That was stupid. But <laughs> I mean, um, if but someone says they're good at everything, that's already the red flag. That's a really and that's kind of good advice to you when you're hiring. Maybe you're hiring an agency. You know, because uh, I, I had a friend, he was looking to hire an agency the other day and they gave him a breakdown of everything they were going to do for them over the month. Right. And it was like blogging, link building, social posts, uh, just like a million different things that were unrelated, you know? Yeah, that's already too much. I think if you put together a plan and it, and it includes... Because each one of those things, you can write a, you can write a Bible on each one. And so if it was like $400 a month for like... 20 different types of marketing things included? Uh, well, there's only one or two things happening. Either it's in one of the ch cheapest countries in the entire universe, or they're not going to be able to accomplish yeah, like, you need any to of those things. Focus someone that's, uh, on someone that's good at like one thing, right? Um, and, then, and then go with that. So Yeah, I think that's why we, we initially were like, started with one person and we're like, actually, let's just start with three people because that makes a lot more sense. Um, I mean, we're talking about like a dream team team. There's no I in team, right? So, uh, yeah, it's gotta be multiple people. So, yeah, so, you know, um, good advice to follow. So let's talk a little bit about like, Hey, you have to scale up, right? So maybe you hired your initial ones, uh -huh. your initial team. They've done well. You got to take it to the next level that all of a sudden they've doubled your budget. How do you handle increases like that? It's easily you spend the money. Just spend the money. <laughs> That's the easy part. Um, so let, let's say 
let's say we have a team when we, we both agree uh, in-house content editor, they have plenty of work to do, link building in-house, that's cool. I'll, I'll just follow yours. Let's not worry about the web development part because that can be, that's just slightly different from everything else. So you have a, you know, your link builder working around the clock. They're a great person. They come on the time, they, they leave late. Perfect. All right. And then you got your content and then you have um, your SEO assistant that does all the dirty work. Right. So we have these three people. Um, in your experience, and even this has happened to you, what have you seen like ramp up the most for for any particular reason? Um, for, what I've seen is uh, content creation ramp up the most. Okay. Um, you kind of get to a point where like, hey, we did X amount of articles, we got X amount of traffic, what if we could double the traffic, right? And so you get to like, well, the first place you gotta start with, you gotta create more content. So usually just spitting out more content is always the first place everyone starts. Uh, they tend to uh, take link builders and kind of string them a little thin um, and say, hey, just focus on this area, focus on this area, whatever. Uh, but usually when they're looking to scale up, it always starts with with writers and then people do it. Usually uh, they put a lot more weight on the back of an SEO to do keyword research and then they find more writers to, to write articles. They just have them spitting out stuff like that. Yeah, um, if you have a good SEO, the SEO is going to be probably telling you you have to do one or two things pretty regularly, and it's going to be. Um, I looked at all these keyword opportunities. I'm looking at um, you know competitive gap analysis. I'm looking at our analytics, and I came up with like 400 more topics we can write about. So your content team's like, cool, great. And then they're like, I was looking at our DA and our PA, and I was looking at our competition, and I was doing backlink analysis on this, and our authority is like 10 points, whatever respective metrics you're using, less than it should be, and that's affecting our rankings. And then your link builders are like, thanks SEO. So yeah, I'd say that they're kind of like the root of uh, these initiatives to get more authority and more content. Um, that's why you have to have a good SEO if you get one. <laughs> I mean, really like the biggest hire, I mean, to, to go on that side note real quick, you can replace content writers. Um, you can replace link builders for sure. Uh, content writer, I'm not going to say they're uh, they're dispensable because if you get a good content writer that like understands what's going on, that that's awesome. Um, and if you have anything to say about a great link builder, that's cool too. Even though I think that that's more like the cognitive machine thing, but yeah. your your SEO has to be like with it, and they have to be motivated. That's that's absolutely correct. They have to like the more they kind of put into like the the keyword research and you know, uh, the competitive research for an article, the better it's, it's going to turn out when they send it to that writer. Um, you know, writers, any, anyone with any kind of experience um, hiring outside writers to write for SEO knows that uh, if you give them a word count, they'll do whatever they can to hit the word count. Uh, it might not read very well. And if you give them keywords, they'll fit them in and it won't necessarily like read very well either, you know? So, uh, but having a good SEO that can kind of like take care of that and like get back to the, give that feedback and you end up with a good article that isn't like keyword stuffed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the SEO is going to be kind of like your first layer of accountability in my opinion. So, you know, content writers are, you know, you might have a great writer, but they just don't really like look at that, that facet of the SEO. So, you know, your SEO, the accountability is just like, Hey, here are the topics, but also, don't don't forget to mention like these topics too, like these other keywords that you can put in there to kind of hold them accountable. And then yeah. like link building, they're like, cool, you're getting a bunch of links. Do you know these links are, are from like crappy unauthoritative websites? Like, don't do that. That's kind of like what you probably want your SEO doing. Yeah. Um, and one thing that you see a lot of too is uh, even if you, let's say you have an in-house copy editor, right? They'll get, 
they'll get an article back from some from some outside writer and they'll edit it and they'll be like well i read like crap but they wrote it for sdo you know <laughs> so they so even they don't really know um it's uh, just like like seo is like a it's like an unknown thing to them like they don't know what's encompassing in it, it just it seems like like a mystery you know They're like oh well it's it, it's okay if it's shitty because it's for seo right uh so like i i see that a lot so it's really you know having a really good seo that knows what content's going to be like and construct like like a really good article that reads well is is, is very very valuable because that's that shit can convert really well too Oh yeah, I mean, co content is you know you, you know us, content's not exactly king, but it's, it's way way up there as important. At least and, it's at least Prince. It's yeah, it's the the Prince man, and you, then uh, <laughs> I mean, it's insanely important. It's becoming more and more important to to be honest. Even so, since we started this podcast, I guess May of two thousand eighteen, content is just like on a different standards uh, than it's ever been. I mean, between Eat and algorithm updates and everything we're seeing and it's just yeah it's uh it's been different and but links are still strong so we're yeah not, we're not gonna go there but um okay so so you're hiring a bunch of content writers you're saying this you're, you're scaling and typically what you see is content um is typically the next move as far as growth for a dream team of you know in-house yeah i mean ultimately you're not going to rank for things unless you have content on page right so you got to start there. Um, everything can be adjusted after, after you publish it, you know, you can optimize articles, you can add additional content to articles, cool things, infographics, videos, whatever, but you have to have some, some words on a page, um, sure. to get everything going. So I, you know, that would be my advice. If you're going to scale up, you got to start at the beginning, which is, which is that content. Cool. So, so question for you, um, because you've been in, frankly, bigger teams than I have. I've always worked in places that are really no more than 15 or 20 people. And you, on the other hand, has been in the hundreds. So if not thousands, for all I know. Uh, at what point do you think um, companies really at this point start hiring like pretty specialized people, like people that do like day in, day out graphic design for like ads and remarketing or if they do email campaigns like you did you know, previously, but people that are just like e e blast experts you know i think how um, does that happen when any of those mediums become a large chunk of your business of your your lead gen is when you um you know when you go out and you find someone that can do it so when you start seeing a real return you know where all the expenses are paying for itself and then it starts making you actual money off of it that's usually when businesses find someone that can either build out a team or like do that stuff in a specialized role. Okay. So, so you're saying pretty much that if prior to you building the dream team, you already had access to like an amazing email list and you've always been kind of uh, savvy with email that, you know, one of your first hires could easily be just doing email because that's just kind of how you're structured to begin with. Uh, no, I would, I would say that like usually the evolution of it is somebody dabbles with it maybe it's the vp of marketing whatever they dabble with it they see a little bit of results right uh they look at competitors they see competitors doing the same thing and then ultimately if you're a vp you're you're stretched thin for time as it is you don't have time to do that kind of thing um so usually pass pass off the responsibility to whoever will do it for a time and then eventually it's like okay we got to take the next level we got to find the right resources for it yeah. And, and then um, speaking, since we've been talking about this topic so often lately, um, when do you think that 
businesses are going to hire people that just do local as that their only job. They already do that now. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, is that, is that you? I mean, they hired me specifically for, uh, for my local SEO prowess and my <laughs> job. That uh, was a plug, Paul. Unfortunately, what? um, there is no such thing as just local SEO, right? It's a kind of comprehensive, um, you know, you got to take into account on page stuff. You got to take into account organic rankings. You got to take into account technical SEO. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if there really is such a thing like that, but my key focus area is Google, Google my business. Sure. And um, for them to have facilitated that position, this particular company has about 500 locations. Yep. About, uh, it's constantly growing. I mean, we're going to be at 600 here pretty shortly. So are you, are you familiar? Can you like list them alphabetically? You know, what cities are in? Cause that's kind of like your job. What you I don't do. know if I can list the States. You can't list the States. We have like America of America, you know, um, local question. I mean, every single one of those, um, business listings goes to a dedicated ge geographic page. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Perfect. That's what you get for being the director there. They still, uh, they still have you doing uh, with responsibility of 500 locations. They still have you dabbling in a few other things regardless. It's really pushing you. Yeah, they have me. Uh, I got my hands in a lot of, uh, a lot of areas right now. So I guess speaking of that, um, we're really big on, on the concept of the right people in the right seats. Um, you know, obviously your expertise being that you're you know, far advanced in SEO doing a while that you're, um, the painting uh, is definitely considered in all departments of digital marketing at this point. But um, I definitely think that, you know, if you have maybe ent entry, maybe intermediate, like content and link builders, um, business owners should be very aware that, you know, just because you have like a budget restrictions or, you know, you got to fill in the gap, sort of the caps in certain places, you, you should never like have a content writer just be like design a website. You should never tell your link builder like, Hey, can you do a couple social posts? Like I'm very anti that kind of thing. If people are doing their thing, they should be staying in that. I mean, that, that's not to say that people can't move to different departments where they're, they'd be happier or they'd be better at a particular role, especially if like, let's say you're a link builder and you, it's a natural progression for a link builder to move into an SEO role. Sure. Um, I've seen it many, many, many times. Cause it's sort of like you cut your teeth on the basics of it. You learn like how it all kind of works and then you move up into higher things. Um, you know, but like I, it would be insane to give someone uh, a role that requires expertise when they haven't acquired that expertise, <laughs> um, and like have expectations for them to do well in it. Um, and, and you see that pretty regularly, especially I, in the marketing. I think I want to make department. that point because it happens a lot. I think it happens a lot, a lot. I think it happens more than 50% of the time at some point, someone that's working in house and marketing gets pushed, put into a situation that they really shouldn't be in. Yeah. And I think it's because people look at mediums, marketing mediums and think that they're similar, but they're not. And yeah. a perfectly good example is like, maybe you're amazing at paid search. You're fantastic at it. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good at Facebook marketing. Right. That's a great, that's a great point. There's a lot like, of different differences between the platforms. There's a lot of different things that work, things that you couldn't do uh, on paid search that you could do in, in Facebook. And so, you know, it's an easy jump for, for like an executive's, you know, mind to make that like they could do both of those things, but you just, uh, you shouldn't make that assumption. 
I really like that point. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people might be kind of looking at it from the outside and say, oh, it's, it's paid, it's SEM, like, what's the difference? And it's like literally fundamentally different. You know, AdWords, you're debating on keywords all day. Facebook, you're trying to identify like very, very specific demographics that want your products or service. Uh, already another one I, I see all the time is um, it's uh, they think that if you are just good at SEO, you'll be good at like ranking things in, in YouTube. And I, I'm here to tell you the amount of like SEOs uh, that have experience ranking things in YouTube is usually pretty low. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. So I think that the kind of the takeaway from that is, is that, you, you know, you can start with someone that's kind of a root and imagine that they kind of like have a trajectory in place. Like you were saying, if they're a link builder and they show an affinity uh, for SEO and then they're also competent, competency is everything. If they're, mm -hmm. but if they're, if they're not super competent, I don't know what's going to happen, but. I would, I would tie it back. So if you're in the position where you have to go and hire these, uh, excuse me, hire these positions, um, in house, right? Uh, you're maybe you're a little worried about getting ripped off. Maybe you're being tricked. In the <laughs> interview, right? Why are they getting tricked all of a sudden? Where did that come from? It's a shiny package, but you open it up and it's full. Oh, of crap. Are you going? Are you going back to agencies like doing the the bronze, silver, gold crap and saying they're going to do everything at once? No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm saying if you're hiring someone in house, how do you know what to ask them so that you pick the right candidate and you're not tricked? Great. Which one do you want to start with? I can tell you about the red flags for every single one of them. Oh, I wasn't going to go into what red flags are because I'm going the opposite. And this is how you prepare and know what to ask them. I would go to LinkedIn, find anyone that's an expert in, in any group with the over 10 years experience in that particular role, type of role, and just ask them to come like what you would ask, what they should ask them. <laughs> that's a great start. I, I agree. I'll tell you, like they love to tell people that kind of like SEOs love to just sit there and bullshit about how much they know about SEO. Like, listen, like I have a podcast is I like doing it so much. Wait, um, this is, what are we doing? What happens if we're exactly the Exactly what we're doing. Wait, if we are, then who isn't? And then you're confused because like, who can you actually listen to? And then you have to go Google no, search listen to podcast. Well, yeah, because I think, um, oh yeah, speaking of which, there are actual um, pretty respected SEOs that are now wanting to be on the podcast, I think. So uh, I think we're doing yeah, something, we, right? We may have an actual guest pretty soon. Not to... <laughs> What, what a slight <laughs> it's like like our former guests are like director of marketing and like freaking like seo content creators and podcast uh webinar creators and jared, jared is like running yeah. a really big department <laughs> yeah i know that's what i'm saying and you're saying they're like an actual guest oh my gosh no one's gonna want to be on a podcast after this um no but uh we, we have like a pretty unique guest that we have the opportunity to uh to interview that I think we're going to try and take advantage of. I think our point is, is like, uh, <laughs> of course, everyone says that, but you know, th this, you know, based, based off our track record, I think that we truly do know what we're talking about. Anyway. Um, so what are the red flags? Let's go back to where we didn't even have to go on out here. All right. At this you give point. me three red flags. Go. Well, we have to talk about the position. I mean, um, for, for SEO, um, typically it's going to be someone that, well, let's take a step back. I don't even want to start with the red flags necessarily. I'd rather start with what I what I ask for and what I'd be looking for. And then then once they provide it, then I'd be able to tell you what the red flags are. Okay. So um, for content, it's pretty simple. It's going to be writing samples. Yeah. Can you believe it? Um, hopefully it's like three 
you know, three or five, hopefully um, you can get someone that's even relatively close to your industry. And if they don't haven't written for your industry, at least they've written for an industry of the same complexity. Or at least they've they, written for something. Or, or anything. Yeah. So, you know, if I, for, you know, for us, it's like law firms and then they're like, I haven't written for a law firm. I'm not going to like freak out. I'm like, well, have you written for anything complicated? You know, a little bit more complex, something you have to research. And then if they're giving me finance articles, that's great. If they're giving me medical, that's great. Um, red flags for content. Uh, the second someone sends me an essay that they wrote in college, I don't talk to them ever again. <laughs> like, that, that's one. I don't know if you've gotten that before. Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to hire you. Yeah, they're like, this was like something really good. I wrote for English comp too. And I'm like, I'm, I can't. I don't- I don't care. Yeah, that's 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 a red flag. Um, anything where they've had a all they all the rain samples are like three hundred words or four hundred. They haven't written like an actual like real thorough article is typically a red flag, which means like you can't really trust them to write different kinds of content. And then if their content sucks, that's a red flag because that means no. I don't have to explain that. <laughs> all right, so, so that's my content for link building. Or sorry, for for SEOs, what's your red flag? No, it's your turn. You, t- you tell me. No, I'll tell you, I'll you're the one bringing up red flags, so you got to go. No, I told you my content one. I know that content one. I know the content one very well because I, I've hired plenty of in-house and I have consultants, freelancers, and everything. All so. right. For me, go for it. Uh, I like to hire people. I don't expect anyone to know how to do everything when I hire them anyways, straight. Um so I guess we'd have to say what level am I hiring? Is this like a junior SEO or is this like a seasoned vet? Yeah, I think all, all these are, we're, we're trying to be as accessible as possible for the majority of businesses. So there aren't a lot of businesses I'm sure that are like, cool, I can like, I can hire a six figure SEO person. It's going to be someone that like, you're going to groom a little bit. So we're talking like a little more intermediate. All right. Intermediate level. Um, things that I don't like to see are when people are like only white hat and like they're <laughs> I mean like, to the fact that they're, they're turned off by things you know yeah um I, I I like to see people that have like explored like different facets of SEO and not all of it's like gonna be what you read in Moz you know? I, I I agree you know what it is it's we're not expecting anyone to do gray or black but we're expecting people to be very aware of how it works I want to see someone that wants to experiment um <laughs> What, in SEO or that's the only place, right? No, in SEO. Uh, that, like they've experimented with their own stuff. You know what I mean? Like they maybe they had a blog, whatever. They tried things. They went to different message boards. They read up about it. They're, they're trying to like, whether they do those black hat things or not, like I want them to like know about them and try and like, I just know how it all works. Like if, if you don't know that like that's a thing at all, it's a pretty big part of it. Um, I, I, I completely. Huge part of it. If to, to not even know about it, it's like only knowing half the story. I, I agree. You know why? Because at the end of the day, unfortunately for a lot of people, you know, you know, you want to like close your ears and look the other way. Black Hat works a lot of times, but the thing is you don't have to do it. If Black Hat, the good thing about Black Hat is you can take what you learn from it that you don't want to necessarily participate with pure Black Hat and you can learn a lot that can inspire you and, and motivate you to do it the sure. same. Yeah. There's a lot of like cool things you can do with a lot of those methods that aren't Black Hat there's a lot of logic that's underlying logic for it that you can apply and make a white hat. And it's important to know. And you'll never have a better understanding of how, how the algorithm works until you've exploited it. Plus they won't let you go to ungagged in London. I know. If you don't know black hat. It's the saddest one. And that is um, so upsetting. All right. So now what are we talking about? Link building? Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, link building specifically. So, so I mean, uh, uh, 
if they're not alive, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say to not hire them for link building, or, um, they, or they show up, they don't show up for the interview. Yeah, like, and they would have to have a, like, and then no excuse for why they didn't show up. You know, um, <laughs> at least if they even have barrier have like, of entry for being a link builder is pretty low. Um, can you read? Can you write? Can you type an email and click send? If you can do all of those things, you can generally be a link builder. Wow, I, I see that you hold the link builders in pretty high regard, Paul. I mean, I think <laughs> they're, that entry, they're entry level, yeah. The, the, very big, the, the very bottom of the totem pole of SEO is, is link building, unfortunately. But you know what? You can make good money link building. There's a lot of places that have a really good bonus structure if you get it really quality links. You can make, you can make really you, good money. Are you allowed to tweak your email a little bit? What do you mean? Like, you know, it's a pretty much a script when you're doing outreach, but it, yeah. they encourage you to. I always encourage people to write um, custom emails because generally if, if you put a little more work into it, you get better responses. Nice. That's cool. So, uh, so the dream team, um, that was some of the red flags. I mean, as far as hiring, where, where do you go? Um, you know, if you're starting off and you want to groom them, I've been using uh, handshake. That's what it's called, right? Handshake. Yeah. That's how you get in, um, in front of uh, college students. It's been really cool. Actually, I got a few got good people, interns and actual hires. Uh, Craigslist. I don't think I've used it in a while. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd use that anymore, but um, you know, you can do the indeed route. You can do uh, a lot of different places. LinkedIn. You can do like, yeah, you do LinkedIn or you do word of mouth networking. You can ask like, you know, your friends and family, you can hire your wife, you can hire your son, you can give your company to your son. If you're hiring an SEO, you you want to go to LinkedIn and I'll tell you why, because you can optimize your shit in LinkedIn. And so SEOs are are usually on LinkedIn (laughs) because they can optimize something. Um, Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So like you're going to find, uh, you're going to find like a lot more on there than anywhere else. Yeah, and we're not going to go into too much of that hiring HR, um, but you know, there's a couple places. I think we started using Jazz HR. I think is what it's called. Um, got a couple people that way. Um, indeed, um, is kind of you, you get like a lot of people that are just so unrelated. You're like, how in the world did you think that you can apply to this job? I just have I, I wouldn't freaking I'd idea before and. Um, I've gotten a lot of like, a lot of bad. <laughs> it's weird. I'm just like, you know, two years experience. Then I like listed out and it's for intermediate SEO and I got the response and it's just like, yeah, I've been like freaking slinging margaritas, Applebee's for 10 years. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> but that, that's fine. I mean, whatever it's, you know, just don't want to like kind of, you know, waste your time in certain places. Um, okay. So that's like the, what the dream team looks like. It's a, it's a lot of content. It's a lot of link building. What do you know? And then maybe some specialized people here and there, depending on what I was working the best. Maybe, yeah. If you don't have them, then you, you find them. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you're killing on social media and you want to leverage that, obviously you find a dedicated social person, um, which would be cool. I'm sure that like having a really social media expert in house is awesome. I've never that, had that. That's the, the future is a lot of places are definitely going to like a, an owned social media uh, marketing role. So whether it be organic social or, or paid, um, there's just a lot of, a lot of money is being dumped into it um, from the paid side. So you're going to just see that like become more and more of its own, its own role. I mean, 
you know, doing a dream team is sweet. I mean, there are people that they got your back. You know that they're that every uh, minute they're in the office or working on your, on your crap. Um, you know, if you, you have can, some money left over, go ahead and hire a, like a director of dank memes. Um, and that's just going to make everyone happy. You know? I thought you were going to say, if you have money left over, hire my good friend Ryan's agency market. No, no. They really do a really, <laughs> no plug. I'll get out of here. Okay. We're not going to go that way. Um, no, I really, really like the idea of, I, I mean, when I, when I talk to people and they're, and they're on the fence between like agency and in-house, I'm just like, you know what? Like the split is, is like very even sometimes I've talked about over the years, pros and cons of both. And sometimes depending on it, it, it's totally in-house and sometimes an agency makes sense. And then there's situations where it's both um, because sometimes it's not that bad to have an outsider, you know, supplementing some of the work and being that other layer of, you know, accountability and, you know, just, you know, your other uh, person you can lean on for a little bit more insight and suggestions and all that. So. Yeah. They didn't really know what the hell I was going to say for a second, but that's kind of what it was. <laughs> Um, well, but, but yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, I hope, uh, everyone enjoyed this podcast uh, and I've been able to give and Ryan and I, I guess both, cause we've been in the industry for so long, some insight on how to do this. If you're in the situation where you got to do it. So yeah. good luck. Yeah. The, the last thing I just want to say just r- real quick is if like, if, if it's like kind of a small business, you know, you want someone that's going to assist with something. I, I, me personally, I really like the idea of, of like, like a good, content writer if anyone just to just to do they'll be able to fill in the gaps a lot of places and with a little bit of seo if you don't have a budget whatsoever but you want someone that's my opinion yeah that they'll be able to figure out how some of it works anyways like seo wise you know yeah they'll like i, I like the idea of like a good content writer with like a little bit of idea of what's going on elsewhere so they write content they can do all that st- you know content goes a long way and maybe they know how to do a little links a little bit of links maybe they can work on their website a little bit maybe they can do a newsletter that would go a long way but that'd be a dream person, not a dream team. Good thoughts. Well, everyone, thanks uh, so much for, for listening. You know, we really appreciate all of our listeners. We hit the big 2000 mark. Woohoo. We did it. Oh yeah. Well, you didn't even lead with that. I know. But, this is uh, like you obsessed. You like text me every day. You're like, dude, we're at 1989, 1990, 1991. Now we're at 2014. Very good. Yeah. So exciting times around here at SEO's dead nonetheless. Um, if you uh, have any questions or you'd like to be on the show or just have some topic ideas, um, feel free to hit us up at seosdeadnotherlies at gmail.com or you can check us out on our Facebook page, our YouTube page. I don't think we have anything else other than those two. We just Facebook and YouTube. Oh, you're going to kill me. It wasn't recording the whole time. No. I'm joking. Okay. Th- thanks. <laughs> I was just being a real jerk. I felt like I seen what you were I was going to buy a ticket to Seattle and fly over there and, just, and like punch you. And then fly yeah, out. but you would punch me, but then we would just hang out afterwards. Yeah, I know. We'd, we'd make up, but you know, you would have it coming. So I stick by that. Anyways, uh, but again, thanks uh, so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be great. Yeah, thanks for uh, sticking with us and learning a bunch of stuff. It's been a little over a year, and we're really, really pleased with 2,000 downloads, and we're expecting great things to happen this coming year. We are. All right, so thanks so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. See ya. Bye.